good evening. Tonight we'll be diving into five horrifying cryptid encounters. And please be sure to send in your stories to the email address linked in the description. However, let's begin. Number 1 My name is Richard, and I live in a little town by the name of Alman, located in Wisconsin. I don't have any degrees or a PhD, I'm just a retired simple man that likes going out in the woods and to do some plant studies on my own. I know a little about botanomy, and I enjoy its study, that's all. I like to consider myself a man of science though, and I tend to look for explanations for every little thing. But what happened to me a few days ago on one of my short trips, that I can't explain. I wonder if you could shed some light on the subject. My family doesn't believe me, and please excuse my writing and grammar, as I am not the best at it. That day, I went out earlier than usual in the morning. It was 5am when I grabbed my backpack, consisting of one of those sandwiches and botanical books and notepads and a pencil. I like carrying my shotgun as well, even though it gets pretty uncomfortable after a while, but I do bring it with me every time I go to the woods. My day was pretty productive and I drew a few plants on my notebook, but it was after 8am that I realised I forgot to bring water with me. That was a huge mistake. I know of a little source of water, a spring nearby that carries clean, drinkable water, so I decided to go there. Once I reached the spring, I was relieved to see the clean water was flowing through it. I left my backpack on the ground and bent over to drink some of it out of my hands. I was very thirsty and drank as much as I could. As I stepped back from the water and reached for my backpack, I could hear a strange sound that reminded me of a howl. Only it sounded like a creature in pain, and not like a wolf trying to communicate. I didn't pay much attention to it since you can hear about anything here in the woods if you concentrate hard enough. So I decided to head back home. On my way back home, I began to think, what if that howl was actually a person asking for help? What if I ignored the cries of a human being crying to be heard? That's what made me go back to the spring. I started blaming myself for not having thought about this earlier and thinking about how that person could be dead by now. It could be a hunter or maybe an old person. When I got to the spring, I stayed still nearby trying to hear the sound again. I screamed out asking to see if anybody was there. I went around the spring in circles, looking for the person, hoping to find someone laying on the floor. I was kind of relieved, maybe, after all it was just an animal howling or something. Tree branch making a funny cracking noise, I called again, just in case. But nothing. Not a sound. Only the water flowing down the rocks. 
I became hungry, so I sat down next to the water to eat the sandwich. Again, kind of relieved that it had all been a false alarm. But it hadn't been a false alarm. I dropped half of my sandwich on the water, because the howl happened again. Only this time it was more of a human cry. No doubt it was a male human crying out loud. An adult maybe. It was a very loud cry. It made the hairs on the back of my neck stand on end. I started running towards the sound. I shouted, hold on, I'm coming. Are you okay? All I could see was the branches and bushes and trees hitting me on the side of the face. Scratching my arms and then I saw it. A human figure. He then started moving fast. Movements that I had never seen in a human. Almost like spasms, only faster and shakier. I realised it wasn't a he but an it. And it stood on its hind legs and I could see the outside of the body was hairless, like a human. Whereas the inside was hairy, like an animal. It was silver hair, white, its chest full of it. No sexual organs anywhere. The head started to take shape. It had two distinctive wolf-like ears and a long snout. Long cannons showing on the sides. Up and down like a hog. The eyes were brown or black, but I do know they were very dark. It then growled and I have to admit I was freaked out by then. I reached for my shotgun, not to shoot it, but to scare it away with a shot in the air. When I realised I had left it back at the water spring, I was defenceless and I standing next to a creature I had never seen before. I thought if I started running it would chase me down, so I stood still and quiet, trying not to stare into the eyes so it would find me challenging as dogs often do. That's when it approached me, close enough to smell it. It put its snout up on my head and sniffed my eyes and nose. Its eyes connected with mine and I wasn't able to gaze away this time. I could feel its pain. The creature was in pain. But also you could feel its anger. I couldn't stand it anymore and I started screaming. It then left running on four legs. I admittedly peed my pants, quite literally, and I was surprised it had no tail and the rear end looked like a human bum, if we're being honest. Number two. I used to work at a Chinese factory on the edge of cornfield in southwestern Minnesota. There were a series of days in the summer of 04 or maybe 05 where it was so hot that the milk being delivered to us in the trucks would evaporate before we got it. It made work easy. The dearth of milk denied us any actual labour, but management wouldn't let us not come to work, so we'd show up and mess around all shift. I was working night shifts at the time, it was 2 or 3am and I was out in the loading dock watching bats fly around the floodlights because I liked being out in the cool night air. 
the corn was about as high as my shoulders, so about 5'10". As I was watching the bats, I looked down at the edge of the cornfield. Something was moving there. It was the size of a small child and very, very skinny and pale, with something that looked like a head of straight black hair. It moved in sort of a jerky gait like something dancing the robot badly. It moved in chunks, legs, then hips, then torso, shoulders, neck and finally the head. It was looking back into the cornfields, or at least it felt like it was. I felt prickly all over, I didn't know what it was. I thought it was a heron or something at first, but it looked too much like a person. It didn't move like a person though. Gradually, step by step, it moved toward me, letting my curiosity better my fear. I gradually moved towards the edge of the dock, which was raised a few feet off the ground. When I got within a few feet of the edge, the thing looked at me. I was paralysed. I could have run, but I was stuck somewhere between terrified and intrigued. It moved, its face still pointed at me. It ratcheted its body in that disconcerting jerky movement toward the cornfield and went into it. I tried to watch where the field moved as it passed, but the corn remained perfectly still. I noticed that all the crickets were silent after a few minutes. Nothing happened. I stood out there for an hour, but it never came back. I never saw it again. Number 3 I was driving on Broadkill Road in Broadkill Brenchdale Ware around dusk in July, maybe 2007. This road borders a swamp area, standing on the side of the road. By the swamp, my daughter and I saw a creature like we've never seen before. It stood about 2-1 to maybe 2-3 feet tall with long legs, a tan body, flat, almost puggish face, and a long tail. It had small ears and looked to be about 30 pounds, perhaps. My other daughter and her friend also saw the same animal the year before around the same area, except it was night and it ran in front of their car. I asked the lady who owned the Broadkill Beach store about it and she said she had seen it once when she was on dirt biking with her dad in the area years before and both her and her dad had no idea what it was even though she was raised around Broadkill. She said we were lucky to have spotted it, uh, very few people had seen it. We went to Prime Hook Reserve, this is what the swampy area was called and the reserve museum and they had no idea what it could be. I'm wondering if anyone else has seen it and what the heck it is. Number 4 You will never believe what I saw one very cold, dry November night. My family and I moved into a new house upon a hill on a little back road in a very small town of Fort Gay. Fort Gaze sits on top of the east side of Kentucky. 
the population of my town then was probably just a couple of thousand. My family and I were unpacking. We had not yet put in the furniture in the rightful places and everything was still in boxes. Overwhelmed with the working all day, I retired around 11pm. I put my little brother on the couch and took his bed. Since my bed wasn't put together yet, his room faces the front of the house. His window is around 20 to maybe 25 feet or so off the ground. I was looking out the window when I saw it. It stood at about 7 feet tall. I had no idea what it was, but I was frozen. I had never been that scared in all my life. All I could do was lay there and just stare at this thing. It was sitting in a tree about 50 feet or so off the ground, about 50 feet from the house across the yard. It felt like an eternity. I couldn't breathe. I couldn't even blink. It had a big, red, bright glowing eyes through the dead into my face. Bright glowing eyes looking dead into my face. I finally worked up enough courage to close my eyes and put my head under the covers. When all of a sudden, this thing smacked the window. I went through the house screaming, there's something outside. I was crying and my mum and dad looked at me and said, what's wrong with you? It looks like you've seen a ghost. My face was snow white. I said, I don't know what it was, but please daddy, don't go outside. I begged and begged. He came back in and said there was nothing out there. I kept screaming saying, yes there is, yes there is. When I explained to them what I had saw and how I felt, they said I was crazy. But to this day, I will not go outside by myself. And even in the day, someone still has to watch me to my car. I have heard of some pretty crazy things going on up on that road. But I never expected to experience anything myself. My husband and I went to the theatres and watched Mothman Prophecies. I was living that night all over again. The way they described feeling and what they saw was remarkable. My husband looked over at me and said, Isn't that what you described to me when we first started dating? I couldn't say a word. After that moment, I knew what I saw. I believe in all heart of hearts I saw the Mothman. It's just a little weird. I only live about 80 miles south of Point Pleasant but all that took place 37 years ago. It was exactly 32 years to the month when I saw it. Number 5 The following happened in Vidor, Texas, June 20, 2000, around maybe 1am. I had just got off from work and was headed east. On this road there is a 90 degree turn and at times you have to watch because cattle might be out on the road. That morning, that's what I thought had happened. No one else was on the roads, but I saw red eyes that would look at the truck lights and look down over and over, and I knew something was not right. I was driving on the left side of the roads, and when I got close, I noticed that this red-eyed creature stood about five foot tall, 
and sported black hair all over his body. I stopped the truck and got out my spotlight and shined it on this creature. It seemed like forever, but I noticed I was only a few minutes. This creature raised its arm above its head and let out a terrible scream that I have heard before. I have heard this sound before when I lived on Tell Road in Orange, Texas, just a few miles from this location. I have travelled this road many times hoping to see this creature again and never have. I am told this creature is possibly related to Bigfoot. Well, thanks for listening. Remember, if you have any stories of your own, of any kind you would like to share, then send them over to the email in the description, as well as maybe follow me on my other social media links. I do hope you all have a pleasant evening. Thank you.